Mike. What's going on, buddy? We got episode 30. Three zero. It's a very important number for many people when they turn 30. How are you? I am, as you see, uh, slightly, slightly uh, bent. I, I can't, I will never say the word broken because I am not broken. Uh, my just, my shoulders out of its socket. And I literally just woke up from a sleep, which I don't sleep, but because my shoulder is so bad, I have to. Like my body just shuts down with this like medication, the pain medication they're taking, given to me. But I'm I'm too dumb to go actually go to an ER, so they're just like, hey, like just relax. And I'm like, <laughs> somebody told Mike Jones to relax. They don't know their patient very well. I was like, I was like, do you know who I am? <laughs> like I just told you, I Not can't do that. <laughs> yeah, right. Wait, how long you been? Wait a minute. Wasn't your shoulder jacked up last episode? Yes, sir. I like I said, I am dumb. I can't. I I am too dumb to live. Too uh, too smart to die. That's what I have tattooed on my arm. So it's like it's just there. It's gonna be. I'm gonna get once we get through today because today's dude. Today's a big day. Tell me about it. Tell us about it. Us, the world, about it. So today we do a never been done before. Thing. we're going to the catalyst i have two decoys in that are shadowing right now and i have well i have media day and we're gonna go out there we're gonna go freaking do a bite night the sideshow edition mm, tell, tell us a little bit about now i now that you you're telling me this and like remembering some previous conversations tell everybody what the catalyst is so the catalyst is like a like iconic like venue. So like for like in the area, like that's the biggest venue that there is. So like there is no other bigger venue in Santa Cruz other than the catalyst. The catalyst is like the actual like big thing, which is which to me, this is one of those things where I just like I was like, shoot, I was like, I'm just gonna throw throw it out there. And see if I can get it. And then I got it. And then I was like, holy shit. I got it. How the how am I gonna <laughs> how how is this gonna work out? You know, and I and then on top of that, you know, like the crazier thing about it is like on top of that, I put it on I I, I put it on myself just because like after I lost Bear, like I freaking I like I was like, dude, I was like, I'm just gonna like I was just I'm just gonna go. Like I'm just gonna go, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put the freaking streetly tour together. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna see if I can get the catalyst. I'm gonna put two because Tuesdays are my hardest days because Tuesdays are the days I say bye to my like you know my daughter and like mm -hmm. I'm like all right and like it doesn't ever gets easier. Any single parent, if you don't feel like shit when you don't see say bye to your kid, you're a piece of shit because like I freaking like. Every time I see my leave, see let's say see see my kid, I cry my ass off. Like, and I'm a big fucker. Like, I like I like like do so. I freaking said bye to my daughter. I got two, I got we got to do this stuff, the media stuff. And Katie, you know how I am in front of a camera. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, and, I do. Dude, and then I gotta go and then I gotta go and do and this f word or whatever dolphin noise that we're gonna do now. I got to go and do that with, you know, freaking the catalyst in front of th 300 plus people, spectators. Nice. Now this is going to be run like, just like the sideshow was from, uh, this is going to be just a bite night. Oh, okay. It was all, uh, that was just the marketing for road to street league. Cause I have, uh, Chris Corley and I have uh, Jacques here, so we're gonna do. I'm putting Jacques Bonet, not to be called Boney, but I call him Boney because he <laughs> let me know that he doesn't like it. So I mean, don't let me know that I, that you don't like something because. <laughs> 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 so I have um, them here that I'm I'm running through my dogs, and then then we go into then we go on road to Street League tour, bro. Then it just goes until we end up in New York. Yeah, you're coming to Florida to see me, right? 
Oh, of course. You you better show up. The 26th. Sunday, the 26th. Oh, the 25th and the 26th, right? February 25th and 26th. If I if I am on there on a Sunday, you better be there. Because that is the day that I am sacrificing for my kid to be somewhere and I really don't want to be. <laughs> yeah, I got, got that stuff you marked got, off. Yeah, you gotta be there. I have I need I need at least you there. <laughs> I will I will venture out. I haven't been doing much traveling lately. I mean Really? Yeah, so I, I, exactly right. Like, really? No, I mean, I want to, but a lot of the traveling I have done, I'd say in the past six months has all been work related. And we were talking, a we were talking a little bit before we turned the camera on, um, you know, like right now I'm doing some major soul searching thinking planning restructuring of, of a lot of things on a lot of different levels and one of them is something that i talk about all the time to my dog training clients like the dog trainers i work with and it's actually a huge piece of this new program i'm working on for dog trainers a little bit of foreshadowing um and that is like taking care of yourself and it's something that we've mentioned a little bit in almost every episode here in season two. And we're going to mention it on every single episode moving yeah, forward in some way, shape or form, even if it's just for you and I keeping like accountability on each other. Um, but like, I want to travel more for me this year, like 2023. I need to do some from like stuff for me. Like I haven't been, dude, have you ever been skiing? I've been where? Skiing. No. Okay. So, like, this is my point. Like, these are the things that run through my mind, right? There's a lot of stuff that runs through my mind, people. It's a dangerous place. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, I, Factual. so I, <laughs> very, um, I used, believe it or not, I used to be a ski instructor many, 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 many years ago. Um, those who know me know almost every job I've ever had involves some type of teaching. And that's why I do what I do. Um, but when I was in high school, I was a ski instructor. And there was a mountain, Brody Mountain. Brody Mountain in the Berkshires, right in Massachusetts. Um, and recently I saw uh, something on Instagram, a video of someone skiing. And I'm like, oh, you know, I haven't been skiing in over 20 years. And I'm like, well, whose fault is that, like you know like that's when the light bulb went off it's like dude if you want to go skiing book a trip and go skiing you haven't gone skiing in 20 plus years go nothing's stopping you i can afford i can afford i mean it is what it is i can afford to pretty much do like any type of fun thing i want to do you know i've worked my butt off and i have the means to do that type of stuff and here i am preaching it to the dog trainers I work with, trying to help them have, you know, functional balanced lives in addition to profit and increasing revenue. But like, you know, a lot of dog trainers have the most toxic dysfunctional lives because they're slaves to the dogs. They're slaves to their clients. They're slaves to the business. It's messed up. And here I am like, man, I need, I haven't gone on a fun trip in a while. So I want to time in. I want to ch chirp in on that one. Yeah. So like, I just went on a little vacation with uh my amazing fiance Aaron like we went to uh Ventana and the only reason why I say Ventana and it's in Big Sur is because if you google it it's it's like if it, it's it's in a very it's it's a very like expensive resort like it's not like cheap whatsoever mm -hmm. and like during that time like cuz you know like I was going through it and I was just like, dude, was like, let me get, get me out of here. Let's just, just let me go out there. And we want, like, I wanted to like have that break. So I slept for basically two days just for the speed that I run at. Cause considering today on, you know, we're going to, we're going to actually like, we're going, like we're going super fast into everything. And I, 
I woke up and I was just like, dude, I was like, I can't, I can't relax. Like, I, I just can't relax. Like, there's, there's no relaxation. Like, I was like, I feel like I have dogs to take out. I feel like I have dogs that need to work, and especially being hurt. So if I can't actually work a dog, my whole, my whole brain goes into like this creative mode. So then we start doing like all this other stuff. So I went full force while we're at this place. And then she's looking at me like I'm like a psychopath. I'm like, well, it's like, you know, I'm just. Just maybe a little different. <laughs> like that, that, that just may be the, you know, I might be just a little bit crazy. But no, I freaking we went over there and. We had a good time and fucking it was it was amazing. That was that was our that was our vacation. People over there thought I was a rapper because my face tattoos. Oh, you know, face tattoos equal rap. I mean, which I'm getting another one. I mean, one over here. I'm getting one for bear. So I got this over, one for Maryland. This one for bear. I'm overdue, but that's a whole nother topic. I, I've been craving one lately. Maybe I should get something involving traveling because that's what we're talking about, right? Yeah. Like, see now. Okay. Now you got me curious. But I'm going to dig in. I'm going to dig <laughs> into Mike Jones here. Um, and plus, I've had like five cups of cappuccino. It's a, it's a whole other story. I bought an espresso machine. Like, we'll talk about that in a minute. An espresso? Like, no. 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 Such folly. A real one. Not that Nespresso malarkey. Um, see? I just totally... Oh, oh, that's right. I was going to ask you a question. Holy crap, Mike. That was a complete... That was like complete <laughs> brain freeze, brain fart, whatever you want to call it. Like It was hit the pause button on life. Um, so you, you, you have me intrigued right now. You have me intrigued with like how your brain works. And here you go to this, this, as you explained, this gorgeous, beautiful place with your most precious loved ones. You're away from work and okay. So there's no dogs to catch. So you're now going through the creative aspects of primal canine and work and, and your business and your branding and all that. So when do you not, and you can't, and you can't outside of your daughter, your daughter doesn't count in this because that's too easy. When are you not, when, when do you think about something other than work? Now you see why I said like your daughter doesn't count because that's obvious because she's yeah. a huge part of your life. But like outside of that, just you for Mike. What activity, what hobby, what thing, what what conditions have to take place for you to actually just be like whatever and you're thinking about that thing and it has nothing to do with work? Never. Seriously. Like never. Like I literally, like when I was running, I mean, so like this is a thing, is it like I, I was born very poor. So like, you know, like it was. You know, I had a mom who didn't take care of me, a dad didn't take care of me, a lot of different things I didn't, I, I didn't have. So, like, you know, like, I, and I see it now, like, I just see the love I have for my kid. I see the love I have for my fiance. I see the love I have for my staff. I see all these things. You know, like, to me, I'm like, like, to me, like, it's, I wake up with the panic every single day. And this, I don't, this goes on like, oh, God damn, they're going to make me mad at me about this one. I don't give a shit. This goes online. I wake up every morning with a panic. And the reason I wake up every morning with a panic is because I have things to do. And I don't want people to envy. I don't want people to want this life. I'm just creating a, a path for people to pursue and get better and make the, get the life that I got by what I do. So my whole entire life is like, like, you know, it, it is... You know, I wake up and I'm like, all right, cool. Like now I'm gonna go. Now I'm gonna go get somebody. Like now I'm gonna go get get some stuff because like there's a lot of things that people don't even know that I do, that I've done before. You know that are are part of it. So when I wake up, I'm like, all right, 
now I got to go. I'm like, that's real life. You know, that's real life for me. You know, I, I, I run. That's why, like, I don't know if you remember, Katie. I was like, I was running like 100 miles a week before I blew yeah. my knees out. Like, I was like, I got to run 100 miles a week. And then I got to freaking do 100 reps of like 225 on a bench press. And then I got to freaking get a, I got to work all my dogs. I got to do all this other stuff and like, you know, do everything like that. Obviously, I'm not, <laughs> my, my shoulder is out. So may not work for me, but that's what, you know, at that time when we developed what we got, like, you know, now, like that's where we're at, you know, so now I just got to keep going and we have tonight, we're doing the catalyst and which is absolutely insane. So it's almost as if we need to like change the, the perspective here, because like I ask you that question. Yeah. And then I, I listened to your, and at first, but listening to you answer, right? Like at first I'm like processing, I'm listening. And and so people know like all of this, like we didn't, this is just conversation. Like I don't have this written down. Like, it's like, oh, cool. This is a great opportunity for me to ask Mike this. Cause I want to know. Um, I'm framing it by like work, play, work, hobby, work, whatever. So when you answer the question, you're like, well, never. And then when you started explaining, it's almost like, whoa, wait a minute. I was trying to put it in a box that it can't be put in. <laughs> like I, I was using my definitions. I was using the way I compartmentalize my life to process your life. And it's like, well, it doesn't work that way. So it's, you know, and for anyone else thinking like, oh, well, how can he? not relax how can he not work well because it isn't work to you it's a lot more than work it's not the it's not the box or the compartment of work it's well, it's your it's your life it actually has meaning to you outside of monetary compensation it has meaning to you outside of punching a time clock it even it has meaning to you outside of a joyous passion like it's a way of life it, after hearing you explain it that's what i'm hearing now oh yeah i mean it's 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 I mean, like I said before, you know, there is no one person, there's no reality. It's just one perspective. Mm -hmm. It's just an individual perspective. I said it before in the last one. And like, you know, the, the thing is, is that it's like, to me, my perspective is, I mean, I have fun, you know, when I, I shoot my bow, I do, I teach my daughter boxing and, you know, I do like outside things. But other than that, I mean, considering like how I was raised, like, my only thing is go like that's it's just that's just that it's just go okay so i forgot about the bow let me ask you about the bow and arrow because now now that you mention it i recall especially in your stories on instagram let's say you and i are in the back your backyard where you have every like the most amazing backyard ever and um and you're, I don't, I don't, I think I've shot a bow like three times. It's been like at a buddy's house. Um, and let's say I, I, I'm out there visiting and I go out and I buy a bow because we just happened to stop by the shop while you did something. I'm like, Hey Mike, I'm going to buy one too. And so we go back to the house and we get set up and we got some, you know, we have our accoutrements and beverages and whatnot. We're having a good afternoon yeah. and you're teaching me how to shoot the bow and you're shooting the bow. Now, during that time period, when we're doing that, are you able to spend 30 minutes with me just talking about the bow or is work conversation going to slip in? Work will slip in. It'll be, it'll just cause I have to do my own. Like, like we have uh, this thing called like Sunday, uh, like family dinner and we do it every Sunday. And like with like with our our team here, and like I was lit like we're literally like talking. I'm giving my Mike Jones speech. Yes, there's a Mike Jones speech, and like I'm doing that stuff, and I have to like do that whole thing. But like you know, even with my daughter, you know, we got. I told her I was like, we got five minutes to shoot the bow, and like you know, do this stuff like that, like just to get it done, like you know, get it done. But I I I've, I, I literally I, I literally I think only with my kid. I have that one mental space mm -hmm. with baby. Like that's like, you know, my boogies, like I'd with you with her. I have that one mental space. Every time, once I switch off, 
I switch off. Like completely switch off. And like it's 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 a weird thing. It's a weird thing. But if you do come up here, KD, when you actually not if when yeah, yeah I was like, did you just say when, if like <laughs> when you when you do come up here, KD, <laughs> when you do come up here, I have I have three bows. Actually, no, I have five bows. I have five bows. And when you come up here, we can get you shooting some shit. <laughs> It'll be and I have a gigantic range. I got everything from one, like one. I know I I go everything from like a hundred miles. I got everything like on that stuff. So we have the whole entire range of my house. Well, you've been up here, yeah. So you, <laughs> we developed a whole new course. Nice. So we'll have some fun. If, yeah, when you can straighten your arm out. Oh, I can't even freaking shoot, man. Like I like my my whole my whole arm is just completely just dislocated out. It's actually for people who are watching this right now, my shoulder is out of its socket. And my lat is torn. <laughs> but why don't they, why why hasn't haven't they popped it back in yet? I did or I did it when I First got in, I, I literally remember. You know, remember the uh, legal weapon or what's it called? Uh, Lethal weapon, Mel Gibson. When he's like, ah, blah. yeah. I literally just did that right before I got in here, <laughs> just to get it right back in. But it is what it is. That's the stuff that you have to deal with, guys, when you're building. I mean, it, it's really, it realistically is like, you know, because a, a lot of the times, like when people talk about like, you know, being a decoy and wanting to be this decoy and all this other stuff like that, like you're, you're dealing with pain and you're dealing with pain for a specific reason. You're dealing with pain because you're building a dog. Dogs need to understand what pain is. And you're the one that has to sacrifice for that pain. You're the one that has to go through it and you have to deal with it. You have to be a man, woman, whatever it may be, whatever the hell, like who knows where in this different world, KD. <laughs> like there you you have to be that person that's ready to deal with all that stuff because that's what the dog responds to. And we've talked about this before. Mm -hmm. You know, we've talked about we've talked about the dog understanding what these markers are and all, everything like that. But we, you know, like in the end of the day, if you want to build a, I got a freaking uh, Chris Corley here, who uh, is from Florida, and he works with a bunch of. He's my primal kind of Florida guy. We talked about. He's like, dude, he's like, you're talking hard. I'm like, there, there, yeah, there's a reason. <laughs> there, there's an absolute reason for that. So, I mean, you got to be able to sacrifice it, but you also have to, and I think one thing, KD, you can uh, explain more, is that you have to learn how to basically recover yourself. You have to be able to, like, be able to, like, not do what I do. Oh, okay. Now, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, like, on a 24-hour cycle. Yeah, you have to be able to not do that. But I can't, so. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I've been kind of going down that rabbit hole a lot lately. It's interesting that you mentioned, in particular, recovery. Um, I just, and I think I mentioned it in a previous episode, but, like, I've been watching or listening to a lot of Huberman Lab. Uh, dude, a, he's smart as shit dude like that guy <laughs> the shit that i hear from that like stuff that i hear from him oh yeah he's legit but the, the and what you know what i really like about it is as intelligent as he is he speaks and he can he can totally speak in layman's terms yeah. and he'll switch in between nomenclature and jargon and go right back into talking to me or talking to someone else who isn't into neuropsychology and he can make it very applicable and I started right around like December. This was part of like the stuff I was, we were talking about on the episode about New Year's. We talked about New Year's resolutions and stuff. Um, you know, I want to do better like you. I mean, every day, 
every single day I want to do better. And part of that is all right, I need to rest better because I've gotten back into working out. You know, I'm working out four or five days a week right now. And holy shit. Like after not really working out for almost two and a half years, like really. And I mean, like on a, on a program, on a routine, it's been several years, man. It really has. And I noticed like, Ooh, damn. It doesn't feel like it did three years ago. It feels worse. Yeah. It's harder. The pain, the, the, the soreness, the, you know, I got a lot of, I'm having a lot of issues with tendonitis, like patellar tendonitis. So right above my kneecap, like I can bust out, like, you know, warm up, right. Do 25, just Hindu squats. Like we learned in, in wrestling and jujitsu. And then I throw a little bit of lightweight on. And on the fourth rep, all of a sudden it's a sharp stabbing pain in my kneecap. Uh, I have a really awesome physical therapist now. Shout out to Charlie Keenan, rewire fitness at uh, Tampa. And he's like, yeah, dude, it's like your tendon. It isn't like your knee. It's not like a knee issue. While he was, yeah, your knees are pretty weird and creakety crunchy. He's like, that's not, this is just tendons because you don't do anything. You haven't done anything in so long. You've been so inactive and you haven't been eating properly. You haven't been sleeping properly. So then I went down the Huberman rabbit hole and started learning about sleep, started learning about how alcohol impacts sleep. I realized I was drinking too much alcohol and it was like, oh, guess what? THC impacts sleep too. Whoa. Because part of my nightly routine was THC before bed and I yeah, it helped me fall asleep. And I slept, what I would have told you was better. I would have said I slept longer. And then I started learning and getting more educated. And with THC in particular, yes, it does help you fall asleep easier. Yes, you do get into, like for me, I, I'm a dreamer. Always have been since I was a kid. Like I have intense, vivid dreams seven nights a week. I wake up every morning. I remember my dreams. It's pretty wild. Um I thought everybody was like that until I started talking to people and they're like, huh? What? I'm like, okay. Anyway, I thought REM sleep was the cat's meow. That's, that's the goal, right? Get that REM sleep. If I'm dreaming, I'm winning. I just learned. No, no, that's actually not true. It's that chunk of sleep called like a slow wave sleep or deep sleep that happens right in the beginning of when you go to bed. That's when the growth hormone is released, which at our age, the older we get, the less growth hormone our body releases anyway. So picture this, your body's aging. You're not releasing growth hormone like you used to. And for those who don't know, growth hormone is super important for repair of your body. Repair, metabolic repair, as well as cellular repair. I'm, actually taking, I'm actually taking freaking this like, uh, well, it's, it's funny. Uh, just because I know I'm going to forget about it. Like we do, a, my daughter goes to this lady. She, her name is Brandy. And she does like, you know, she's a ho- her horse trainer. And she, she does like homeopathic. Home, homeopathic. Yeah. homeopathic. Yeah. She made her own HGH from for a horse. Like I'll, I'll show you the bottle. That's interesting. So she does this stuff. I don't I, I again, guys, if you're watching this, I am not an extremely smart person. I just do what I gotta do. But she gave me a bottle of it. And like freaking like that's why I like I was like that's why I was late today. Cause she gave me a bottle of it and like and like I dropped my daughter off and like I was like I took little little capsules of it and I just freaking like fell asleep. I'm like I just I, I just went out and I don't I don't sleep. So, so yeah, like, sleep, sleep is where you heal. And I learned yeah. the alcohol was killing it. The THC actually doesn't allow you to get into deep sleep. So you don't get the growth hormone release. Um, so recovery and taking care of it's one thing, all the right thing, doing all the right things when you're awake, but doing all the right things that also make it for when you're sleeping, that you're getting the most out of your sleep. Um, that's what I've been focusing on a lot lately is trying to get better sleep, which is why it's it's a little bit conflicting that I, I just became a passionately 
feverishly obsessed with um <laughs> espresso because I bought an espresso machine and now I feel like a grown up and I just can't see drinking regular coffee anymore. But the thing is, I like it so much. I was drinking it throughout the day. So then I was like, well, what do I do? Like, oh, I'll buy some decaf coffee and put that in the espresso machine just because I like the, the process of making it. So now I'm having to manage my caffeine that I don't drink like too much. Like this is the third one of these I've had today. I don't know how you drink that. Like I, I literally have to do. So, so we went to that place, that fancy place I was talking about. Yeah. And they have the machine there. So it, it was like, but it's, I think it's called like. Nespresso is like an automatic. It's like a Keurig for like espresso. Like you press it down and it goes, yeah. right? Like yeah. you go down that way. So we did one of those and I bought one just because I was like, I was like, I need this, but I can't do more than like one freaking, like one cup. Cause if I do more than one cup, then I turn into a psychopath and I, I then I just like, and my my brain don't stop. <laughs> oh wow, yeah, I don't I don't respond to caffeine that way. Um but it will imp- it will keep me up at night. Oh, so yeah. anything after you know, today I'm pushing it like I had that I made that at 115 Eastern cuz I know cuz it's morning time for you, but it's like afternoon after lunch for me when we do these episodes. Yeah. Um like even that I'm not going to lie, like I put half decaf in that because when you're using an espresso machine, you got this thing called a, the portafilter and it's this handle and it's got a cup in it and it's got a tiny, tiny pinhole. And the thing about espresso is it's coffee beans, coffee grounds, but it's under extreme pressure, like 15 bars of pressure. Yeah. And it comes out a pinhole that you can barely even light does barely even passes through it. So when you're when you're making it. Like you put the powder in there, you lock it in, and then the pressure makes that's where all the foam comes from. Well, I put a little bit of decaf in it and mixed it with the really dark espresso ground simply because I'm like, you know what? This is my third dose, my third hit today. Let (laughs) I wouldn't be able to. I'd be out on the fucking street right now, just like running around like acting like a fucking psychopath like that would be the that that there's no way dude i wouldn't be able to do it i would just run around like <laughs> did you okay so did you ever used to take pre-workouts no i couldn't i I would literally like i can never do pre-workout stuff it's always in my head it's always go like it's never like if i do anything more i actually know what was the uh there was a pre-workout i can't remember what it was well, you can do the non-caffeinated ones. Well, I never knew about those because I'm. <laughs> I think they're probably. You know what? They're probably pretty new, dude. They're probably more new now. Like when I you're right I, when I fought for Fairtex, like me and uh, Leopoldo, we took the same. Uh, who's my jujitsu coach? Uh, like this is like sixteen years. You know, sixteen almost twenty years ago. Like when we when we were training together, getting ready for like anything like that, I would take this one thing. It was like this, like super like famous like pre-workout and i would take it and then like he'd be like he'd be fine he just would always joke he's like i just have the shits and i'm like i was like i need to go and he's like you're "You're being too rough like what people you know i'm like dude i was like i'm already there and then you give me something that makes me want to go further I was like, I was like, I'm tired. Yes, like I, I I'm 100 tired, and I'm, I, I need more like, ca- you know, caffeine or whatever. I was like, but if you give me this sh- like this shit that like makes me go further, like I'm just gonna go further. So I do like freaking. I took oh, dolphin noise. G. Whenever you watch this, uh, if you give me this stuff. Like, it's just going to make me go, like, even more. And, like, that stuff, like, that the that pre-workout stuff used to just, like, destroy me. Like, that would, like, that stuff, like, I'd, I'd have to, I'd, I'd, like, I'd have to work out, and then I would have to run, and then I would have to, like, box, and then I'd have to, 
run home. Like it was just one of those things. So that's why I don't take any pre-workouts. So basically it was like, you had to use it up. If you took it, you had to do a bunch of stuff to use it up because you couldn't go back to regular life without using it up. Oh yeah. I couldn't switch the lights off. It would be like, it would just go into a, like, I'm going into this mode. Boom. Bang. We're in this mode. I got to stay in this mode and then it's going to be gone. And or I have to work it until it's gone. Mm. See, for me, when I would take them, and I've taken almost, I've taken all the big name ones. The issue I would have occasionally is, you know, and this is where the memes come from, and there's like lots of jokes about pre workouts. Like sometimes you would all of a sudden feel like you had the flu. And I mean, you take it, you get to the gym, the beta alanine starts kicking in, and that's why I always liked beta alanine. I still use beta alanine today. Like I buy beta alanine separate because it's cheaper, and then I mix it in with my pre-workout. But beta alanine, for those who don't know, that's the one that makes you feel like you got ants under your skin. Yeah. It gives you the tingles. It also increases muscular endurance. Um, a lot of people overlook that part, but the beta alanine kicks in, and that lets you know it's go time. Because all the other stuff is probably about ready to kick in too. And you're just getting into the gym. You know, you're getting your music set up. And then you go from the beta alanine hitting to I'm going to vomit and pee out my butt at the same time. And I have two seconds to get to the bathroom before all of that happens. And it would, I mean, it, it, folks, I am not, those of you watching, listening, who have experienced it, you know, I am telling you. The truth, and I am painting a very accurate picture. So for those who don't know, they're like, really? Oh, really? Vomit? Pee out your butt? Yeah. All at the same time, and you just walked into the gym, and you're like, what am I going to do? And you just get to a stall, and you just let it happen. And hopefully you make it through. And usually in about 10 to 15 minutes, you go and you have the best workout of your life, and just hope don't trust a fart. Um, the only time I had a real problem and I mean, problem. There was one called um, Mr. Hyde. Hey. I mean, just the name itself is like, yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> and, and right now there's somebody listening to this who's nodding because they know what I'm talking about. Mr. Hyde was one of the when a bunch of them were made illegal, Mr. Hyde hung around and however they managed to do it with their ingredient list, they, they didn't get banned and I had never taken it. I was cycling like the NO explode. I did a lot of that it was a big one. Red lines. That's the one, the NO explode. That's the one <laughs> that I was talking about. That That is one dude, like dolphin noise. That is, that is the one that got my ass so bad. Like literally, well, yeah, literally and physically. Okay, that one is nothing compared to Mr. Hyde. No way. Mr. Hyde bro. makes NO explode seem like, like a kid's vitamin. What the hell? I woke up one morning and I had a single dose that I had gotten from a uh, the supplement shop. Sometimes they give you out individual just to promote it. You know, like the yeah. This wasn't like an underground thing. This was like a it's a it's still on the shelves today, probably. Yeah. And they gave me a sample. And I'm like, you know, I of all the pre-workouts I've ever taken, I've never taken Mr. Hyde. So I remember it was a Saturday morning. Uh, my roommates, all the guys I lived with at that time, it was all guys from jujitsu. They were all bouncers at strip clubs. Like everybody I knew and was friends with was either fighting or just doing jujitsu and bouncing. Yeah. So I'm up. I'm a, at the time I was, you know, public school teacher, full-time dog training here and there on the side. Um, I took it. I started getting dressed, started getting my stuff together. All of a sudden started feeling a little funky and I'm like, oh, okay. Pre-workout. Hey, all right. You know what? I'll, 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 if I have to vomit, I'll do it at home. If I have diarrhea, at least I'll be home. I didn't, so I didn't leave yet. Thank goodness I didn't leave because it went from bad to worse. Next thing you know, I'm outside completely saturated in sweat. I mean, my underwear was wet. That's how yeah. much I was sweating. <laughs> and I went outside because I just didn't want to be in the house. I felt like the walls were closing in on me. My heart was going like 
insane. And one of the guys that I lived with, he comes outside to let his dog out and he sees me and he's like, dude, seriously? And I look at him like, what do you mean seriously? He's like, dude, you're out here partying at 10 in the morning? And I'm like, <laughs> and for those who are listening to this, I just made a gesture that indicated the type of partying I was referring to. And he's like, I didn't know you got down like that. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, did you just insinuate that I just did coke? He's like, yeah, man, look at you. I didn't know you did that. I'm like, I don't do that. I've never done that. And he goes, well, you sure look like you just did like three rails. <laughs> like, I'm like, I took a pre-workout, man. Like, I'm freaking out. He's like, are you serious? And I'm like, yeah, I took that Mr. Hyde stuff. And then he looked at me, he goes, oh, no, you didn't. That's the worst one ever. He goes, I can't take that. I started having like chest pains and a panic attack. And I'm yeah. sitting outside. <laughs> I never made it to the gym. Um, I did make it to the bathroom several times. And I was outside trembling, like shaking. My hands were shaking. My skin was completely pale. That's why he looked at me. He thought I was like out there doing coke at nine in the morning or something. Like, well, no, that doesn't even make sense. But uh, oh, it does. I mean, like you, you think about it. Like when you take things like that. Like for me, uh, when Bear passed, I took a bunch of like Tonkadali, and I took a, a Zoa. Like not even. It's like the lowest level energy drink you can take took a zoa and it was storming out here like in uh, california which is like not normal because we're used to the normal thing dude i was shadow boxing in the rain for an hour and a half like my wife comes out she's like and like i took my shirt off i'm like she's like are you okay and i'm like i was like no i was like but i just i just i shadow boxed in the rain for about an hour and a half like just going like just you know trying to fight whatever was in front of me you know like and that what like that's what it was and like that's one another reason why i have to wear this stupid you know because i was already hurt but like that was pretty funny i was i was like I, I thought about it right after i got done with it i'm like like damn no <laughs> energy drinks for mike no i already have them <laughs> yeah it's, al it's already in the brain yeah, like that stuff just outside of pre-workouts, like coffees and stuff, they don't, like I said, it'll keep me from sleeping, but that's, I mean, sometimes I'll mix it with a little bit of bourbon to accelerate the absorption process of the alcohol. Oh, I didn't even know that. Oh, dude, do you remember Four Locos? Yeah. Okay, so oh, actually I say it like it's a past tense thing. Four Loco is still in the market. However... I don't know if you remember. This is back around 2006, 7, no, 2007, 8, 9, 10, right in that area. Because that's when I was I was drinking a lot of Four Locos. And like what we would do is buy the grape Four Locos and we get a shot glass. And every minute you take a shot. So you don't, you just kind of like for an hour, you're just drinking. Well, they banned them for a little while, right? So what they did was they had to change the recipe. So that's when Four Locos was in the news because people were running into their neighbors' houses naked and like <laughs> doing absolutely like bath salt Florida man shit, but they were doing it and it was just Four Loco. Like they weren't smoking meth. They were just drinking Four Locos. What they figured out was when you mix massive doses of like uh, stimulants, in particular, like caffeine, taurine, and all, like Four Locos had a bunch of them in there. They were mixing that with potent malt liquor. Uh, that when you, the stimulant, the way it impacts the blood, it speeds up the absorption process of the alcohol. One. Two, it delays the fatigue and the sedation that comes with alcohol. So instead of passing out like you're supposed to, yeah, the massive doses of stimulant, keep you from passing out so you just kind of like keep just push you push with the four locos so you're out drinking cheap malt liquor that tastes like grape kool-aid and it's giving you doses of caffeine and taurine and whatever else and so what they did now if you look at four loco they don't have the same recipe that they used to they took all the fun out of it <laughs> <laughs> well dude i i thought about it like when we first started 
or when they first started because uh, there there was a another drink called like white blanco or something like that it was like a tequila it was like they, they give you tequila and energy drinks the same pack so i was like maybe i can rate a company that we can do all of this together and then they're like oh no four loco is uh xnade like we can't be doing that shit like no more so all right so i, I left that alone but i and i heard they had their own little uh, legal issue yeah so now you just go to the bar and you order a red bull and tito's <laughs> shoot man I'm, I'm double tito's and soda <laughs> i actually like to taste the red bull i don't i mean it's not the caffeine i actually like that if they had a decaf red bull i'd buy it I think they have. I think they have something. Or no, is it sugar free? I mean, sugar free. I'm talking about decaf. Like if they had a soda that tasted like Red Bull soda, I'd buy. It. Hey, Red Bull representatives, if you're watching now and you want to sponsor the podcast, I I'll drink your decaf if you make it. So this is the thing we mentioned a lot of names. Grab a. <laughs> there's a lot of big things happening pretty pretty soon. You can hit us up for sponsorship mm -hmm. before yeah. it gets ex super expensive. Because yeah, because kind of this is the this is the buying price. After this, there is no more buying price. So this is a warning because everything we're doing here, ooh, better be ready. Yeah, I mean, people need to get in. While the getting is good, I mean, that's just common sense. That's good business. If they're smart, they'll, all they have to do is watch and realize, go to a street league event, listen to the show, realize the, what's going to happen here. Um, Bro, tonight we're doing the catalyst. So what's going to be the deal for this as far as like watching it virtually or post it's just like how like well, what's the point you're not here so we don't have the virtual aspect of it and that's one thing i've made a commitment to i was like if katie's here then we do a virtual thing mm -hmm. but for the most part man like we're just running a bite night at this like iconic mm -hmm. spot so it's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna be murderous to me because I can't work a dog, but it's gonna be huge. Like that's like you know in, in that area too, like just like anyone pull up the screen, Google it, say you know look at I look at you know the catalyst. Is Santa Cruz like when I hear Santa? I'm an East Coaster, right? So when I hear Santa Cruz, I think of like. 80s skateboarding culture like surf culture is that am i correct and like that You're, is absolutely so oh, that's cool that's cool and you're doing a bite night there <laughs> bro i'm i'm going like i had to i had to test it i had to see like where like what what we can push like it had to be tested. It had to be something like I was like, all right, let's go into the, well, besides San Francisco, let's go into the deepest culture that's not there. And let's, let's see what we got. Mm -hmm. And like, let's push it into the next one. I could see that being a regular semi, not regular, but like, I could see that being a recurring thing. Well, they're saying that we have 300 plus people there. Like spectators. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to pause and let you laugh because that, that's exactly what. Dude, that's sick. That's sick. I do like, like that's one thing is that like, I, I woke up this morning in a panic. I'm like thinking I got to get to like get there. And I'm like, Holy crap. Like I was like, did we just do this? Like like is this is this, is this actually happening? You know, like is it is this real? You know, because I didn't think, you know, 
Like again, people who watch this stuff, I'm just a dude from the hood. And like I thought about that, I was like, I was like, there's no way we got this because I thought it was immediate. Like for me, I anticipated a, a flop. Like I thought it was me a flop. I was like, no, there's like, there's no way. I was like, whatever. I we took it, and then we took it, and then now, boom, they're saying three hundred people, which is wild, wild as shit. I just sit and I hear that, like you know, you know me, like my wheels are spinning. I'm like. What about this? How can this? What if this? Oh, this like just scratch. That's why we're like we were not being like canned or like scripted when we say, uh, yeah, Red Bull, you might want to get in now. Like, because the stuff that I think, the stuff that you think, and then we talk about it, and all the other ideas come in as people start collaborating, like it's things that have never been done before, and it's just things being done at a level that hasn't been seen here domestically in the dog world in this this genre of dogs like just it hasn't been done no one no one goes this hard period anyway, that's why that's why you said ask me you asked me before where my mind stops my mind don't stop and you know it's it's not necessarily something i suggest to everybody it is what it is, is really the situation. It is what it is. This is how yeah. Mike's brain works. And now that tonight it's at the catalyst in front of a massive crowd for a bite night. <laughs> for yeah, it's normal bite night. But I'm gonna bring them. I'm gonna bring it. I'm gonna bring me. I'm gonna bring my guys. And like that's what's gonna be. You know, it's that's what I tell my guys all the time. It's like it's like, you know, it's either you're you're with it and you deal with it. Or you're out of it. Well, you got to be here. Like you know, we 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 run it at a level that's different than everybody else, and that's fun. And this is the stuff I, I said. You know, reality is not a a one individual thing. Mm -hmm. You know, reality is a perspective, and your perspective is fine if you have your own perspective. That's completely okay. But my perspective. And if you want to run with me, is kill everything in front of you. Run through everything in front of you. Go. That's it. We just go. I'm sitting here with my my socket. I'm like literally my my shoulder feels like it's on fire. I should probably be in the hospital. Most people would be like, hey, like, go to the doctor, da, 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 you know, whatever like that. But that ain't me. You know, when shit starts to hurt, I, you know, I have to make, I have to start making things. Hence the Streetly Tour, which is happening tonight and starts tonight at the Catalyst Tour, at the Catalyst. So what are some of the other stops that you already have planned out right now? So we have uh, our Florida's first, because of course I had to make the the first one. You know the first one, at, at the furthest ac across the country. Mm -hmm. So Florida's there, and then we go into uh, Memphis, and then we go into Texas, and then we end up in New York. We with our mutual friend. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's gonna be um I'm looking forward to it. I mean when I get to go home. That's my stomping grounds. Born yeah. and raised. Um get to see some familiar faces. Which I haven't I haven't even announced. Mm-hmm. I know. That's why I'm not that's why I'm just saying familiar faces. <laughs> I'm not saying whose faces they are. But we got some big things happening. Yeah. With, was it Trial 4? Yep. Trial 4. It's being a monster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be a good time to reiterate our appreciation for 
one of the big sponsors, not just of this show, but also of K9 Street League. Yeah. Ray Allen Manufacturing, Ray Allen K9, been around for a long time, USA domestic. It's uh, whether you're pet dog stuff, working dog stuff, it's anything. And that's what a lot of people, I don't, I, I know when I talk to people about Ray Allen K9, that some of them have heard about, it, especially dog trainers who work with pet dogs, they don't necessarily do working dog stuff. The first thing they think of is, oh, well, you know, I'm really, I don't do like please K9 and stuff. I'm like, so you do know that anything that you need for any dog, you can get it, Ray Allen, and it's all made in the United States. It's not a big factory. It's not like you're getting stuff from Indonesia. It's like, no, you can like call up and talk to real people because yep. they're the ones sewing it. They're the ones making it. They're the ones designing it, fixing it. Um, so I, I want to, I, I like pointing that out because I know personally that a lot of people didn't know that. They didn't know that it's not just working canine stuff it's anything dog related so whether you're a pet dog trainer pet dog owner handler whatever uh definitely give them a a check and what's the code because they got they can get a, they can use a code primal, primal primal 10 primal 10 so if you use the code primal 10 when you're there yes you'll get a little bit of love courtesy of mike jones primal canines collaboration with ray allen um Canine yeah, University. What else we got? Canine University online. Yeah, I mean that that one is a uh, normal. Let's run into it. Freaking, we do we do a bunch of different courses. Uh, I'm I'm making a course right now. Even with my you'll you'll see me with my blown out shoulder, just going going out there and you know talking about uh, I don't even know what the hell they're gonna make me do today. But can I knew? Uh, there's no code because I don't discount anything that i do so nor do i <laughs> i'll do nor like do this, I. this is the thing that i think that like we should talk about too for like future dog trainers don't discount your courses don't and the reason i'm gonna explain this in a second don't discount your courses because what happens is they wait for you to discount your courses they wait for you service wise they will wait for you they will wait for you to do that stuff and it sounds like uncomfortable and i get it i understand it i had i had a whole i had a hard time developing this mentality as well and i got told by my mentor your price is your price and that's what it should be there's nothing if anything you should increase because we have to create a standard of what it takes to make these dogs the dogs that the way they are. Mm -hmm. We have to create that. Because what's happening is, depend depending on where you live, is we're we're decreasing because we want to create sales. But what if we make sales bigger than they are? What if we create the expectation to be bigger than they are? What if we make these, what if we make them think that, hey, there's no sale? So we have to rechange the game. And that's the purpose of what we're doing. We have to change that. So that's my advice. Oh, well, we can, yeah. Why don't we just, next episode, then we'll really dig down into that rabbit hole because there's a whole psychology behind it not in terms of the outward expression of your rate but the inward and what i mean by that is your the rates that you charge you know getting into sales and discounts and whatnot that's actually a projection of things going on within yourself that has nothing to do with the market it has to do with how you see yourself it has to do with how you view your service it has to do with it has to do with a lot of things that we're not going to talk here with like five minutes left in the episode but definitely let's like boom that one goes on the agenda for episode 31 because i think there's a lot of people that really 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 need to hear that really need to and well, that's what we do 
We turned it off, Katie. Folks, everybody, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Whether you got us on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, make sure you are tuning in, turning on notifications, like, comment, subscribe, wherever you happen to be watching this. Mike, where can everyone find you on social media? Just find me. My name is Mike Jones. I'm pretty easy to find. <laughs> Just find me. Yeah. You know what? Oh, I now I can't say anything other than yeah, find me too. That's it. That's so today you don't get there's no I'm sure I'm sure our media team will throw some some uh some things up here, some little ats in there, but yeah, I'll follow suit and say, Yeah, I'm KD Matthews from Socratic Canine. Find me. That's Mike Jones from Primal Canine. Just find him. All right, Mike, as always, thank you for being you. Thank you. Love you, brother. Love you too, man. See you next episode. Yep. Thank you.